At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a shit. Silencing critics, eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. We're golf teachers, Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Yeah. Listening to Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. Hank Haney and Minnesota Tim Porochka with you today. Uh, Minnesota Tim, good morning. Uh, have you uh, had your breakfast yet? I have not had my breakfast yet. I actually ran out of corn pops yesterday. While we were recording, you just ate them all up. Ate them all up. That was, uh, you had one box in there? I had one box, family size, extra large. Oh my gosh. Where do you purchase that at? I shop at Cub Foods. At say what? Cub Foods. Have you heard of it? Cub Foods? Cub Foods. Nope, never heard of it. Is that a Minnesota uh, grocery store? I guess so. Wow. <laughs> What's your number? Uh, is that the only cereal you eat? Is uh, since we're on on the breakfast uh, discussion right now, is that the only cereal you eat? No, no, I love cereal. I eat a bunch of different. Well, kinds. what's what's your other what other cereals you like? So I enjoy Lucky Charms. Oh my Ca- gosh, Lucky Charms! Yeah, who doesn't like the mushroom mar- uh, marshmallows? Oh my god, you you go Lucky Charms. I go Lucky Charms. Wow. Okay. You don't like the marshmallows? I mean, they got the different. They got like the rainbow marshmallow. They got like the hook marshmallow. They got so many different kinds of marshmallows. Yeah. I mean, um, isn't there a lot of sugar in Lucky Charms? Oh, of course there is. I mean, wow. That's a lot. 14.7 grams of sugar in Lucky Charms. Woo. That's a lot. That's a lot of sugar in Lucky Charms. So, uh, corn pops, that's about uh, 15 grams of sugar. I guess they're all pretty much about the same. Um, wow. That's uh, that's a lot. Yeah. I also like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's a good one. Cinnamon um, Toast Crunch is a big one you like? Yeah, that's very good. I do like really? Cinnamon you Toast Crunch. You like Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Yeah. Okay. That's, is that all sugared up too? 
Yeah, I'm sure it has some in there. I I feel like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, though, tastes very different than Corn Pops and Lucky Charms. Oh, really? Yeah, it tastes very cinnamony, and the other ones don't. So it adds a different layer, different taste, different texture. Okay. I'm looking all this up as we talk here. Now, your Cinnamon Toast Crunch only has nine grams of sugar, so that's a little bit better. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, that's, so you're going to have a little cereal this morning? I will not because I'm out. I might make myself a, uh, some eggs. Okay. Have you been to the grocery store lately? You got toilet paper or you got uh, paper towels, everything? Yeah, I got everything. My mom sent me some TP last weekend to come back with. <laughs> mom bought you some toilet paper. No, she didn't buy me some. She had extra. She had, just gave you some. All right. Just well, gave very, me some. That was very nice of her. Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah. That's good. All right. Well, I haven't had breakfast either. Maybe I'll get into some cereal. I don't know. All right. So what are your favorite ones? Oh, man, that's a good question. Uh, I'm a fan. Of, I'm a big fan of the uh, puffins. You ever had a puffins? What's a puffin? You never had puffin cereal? No. Like peanut butter puffins? What? Oh, yeah, seriously. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a, a Barbara's uh, peanut butter puffins. Oh, my gosh, so good. Oh, my, that's probably my number one right there, peanut butter puffins. Mm-hmm. And then there's a cho- they got a chocolate and peanut butter puffin, so they mix them, mix them together. Only five grams of sugar. Kind of a little healthy, you know. Uh, they, they got it at most grocery stores. You'll check it out. Next time you go, you know, to, to Tubbs, uh, look for the puffins. They make, they've got a lot of, they got a cinnamon one too. You could check out the cinnamon one. Yeah, puffins are good. I love okay. puffins. Yeah. yeah, really good. Yeah, anything it's, it's, else? Any, it's considered. Anything different? A, I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up right now, and, and you know how they, what they say about puffins? No, I don't. It's the best adult cereal in the world. Really? <laughs> now, I don't think they say that about Lucky Charms. Yeah, best adult cereal in the world would be the puffins. The thing about Lucky Charms, Hank, is that it brings your inner child out. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. I'm like 64 years old, like but kid. I don't know how much inner child I got left in me. I got <laughs> well, a six year old I got a six year old son that's bringing it out though. There you go. What's he yeah. like? Uh actually he you know, he he does uh his mom tries to feed him the healthier stuff, which is would be more puffins, you know, five grams of sugar, but he does like the uh uh, Fruit Loops would be a, a big. He's a big fan of Fruit Loops. Actually, uh, we was recording a video uh, the other day with uh, our house guest, which is uh, Annalie Waters, who is the uh, young uh, phenom pickleball player. You've probably heard me talk about her. Uh, her and her mother uh, Lee won the uh, nationals at uh, pickleball and this girl is like 12 years old she's 13 now but she was 12 years old so they were staying at our house and she filmed a little video of henry i gotta send you this video and she asked henry if he likes fruit you know he's six years old okay and she says do you like fruit and he says yeah I, i like fruit and she said what's your favorite kind of fruit and Henry's answer was Fruit Loops. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I don't think he realized that's really not a fruit. But anyway, uh, that's his favorite kind of fruit is Fruit Loops. So he's he's a fan of the, the fruits. But I like the puffins. So anyway, since we're on this subject of, of cereals, before we get talking about golf, because we're, we're going to get into some uh, mailbag. We've got a lot of questions that people have uh, sent in, called in, and we're going get to get to those today. But let's do a little cereal talk. Um, I've got the list, and I'm on Nerdist.com. No cheating, by the way. By I'm you. not cheating. This I'm is the nerd cheating. site, which I felt like would be a good site to go to, Nerdist.com. And they list the top cereals. Uh, they got 50 top cereals. Okay. Now, we'll go through, let's just go through, well, I'm going to pick out some that maybe you've heard of that did not make the top 10. How about that? All right, yeah. Okay, your favorite 
What did you say? Corn Pops? Corn Pops, Lucky Charms. They're okay, all Okay, Corn there. Pops was number 23 on the list. That's higher than I thought it would be. Okay, well, that's, that's pretty good then. Uh, Cheerios, 27 on the list. Tricks, you heard of Tricks. What? Uh, Wait, well, hold on. You said Cheerios was below Corn Pops? Yeah, Cheerios is 20. Well, there's not enough sugar in there. It's, people aren't going to vote that very high. So Cheerios is 27, Corn Pops is 23. Wow, I am surprised yeah. by that. That's a oh, shocker yeah. for me. Yeah, how about uh, Honey honey Nut Cheerios? See, 16. So you put a little more sugar in there, it moves up a little bit. Frosted Mini Wheats, 15. Cocoa Krispies. I was always a fan of Cocoa Krispies when I was a, a kid. Uh, 14 on the list. 13 would be Fruit Loops, uh, Henry Hudson Haney's favorite. Uh, Raisin Bran would be 11. So let's start with the top 10, okay? Uh, Cocoa Puffs would be the top, would be number 10. Okay, okay? yeah. Yep. Pretty good, okay? Uh, so I'm a fan of Cocoa Puffs. Uh, number nine, my personal favorite, Peanut Butter Puffins is number mm. nine on the list, which is way higher than your Corn Pops, way higher. <laughs> Way, way higher than your corn pups. Number eight on the list would be Fruity Pebbles. Okay. Similar to Fruit Loops. Yeah, similar to Fruit Loops. Brother or sister of Fruit Loops. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Golden Grams. Have you had a Golden Gram? Oh, I forgot about those. Yeah, those are so good. <laughs> those are right up there with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Very similar. Oh, really? It's the, okay. Yeah, it's the brother of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Really? Well, uh, okay. Well, we'll see uh, where Cinnamon Toast Crunch ranks. Uh, honey bunches of of oats, honey roasted. Honey bunches of oats, honey roasted. What a name that is! That's <laughs> yeah. number six on the list. Okay. Okay. How about Count Chocula? What? Count Chocula. Yeah, that's like a Count Dracula, but it's Count Chocula. That's a like a, you know, kind of like a Cocoa Puff, different kind of Cocoa Puff. That's number five. Uh, one of your favorites, number four on the list, Lucky Charms. Oh, okay. Okay, so number four on the list. Number three on the list would be Frosted Flakes. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got to like a Frosted Flake. Yeah, that's the sleeper. Uh, that's the upset in this yeah. draft here. Yeah. Number two on the list is Cocoa Pebbles. Okay. Okay. And number one on the Nerdist.com list of the top 50 cereals would be Tim Parachka's number one favorite, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah. Yep. How about that? You picked the number one. Yeah. You're, you're a great predictor for the day. <laughs> number one, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So I would suggest you go get some of that. When you're going with that, you're going with number one. When you're in Corn Pops, you're number 27. But my suggestion would be that next time you go to the grocery store, try some puffins. Peanut okay. butter puffins. You like peanut butter? Yeah, I love oh, peanut butter. Okay, you got to try. Uh, just trust me on this right here. I, I mean, I don't, I don't send you down the, a bad path too often. Trust me. On the peanut butter puffins. Okay. okay. I'll trust Try you. Try them out. Try them out. And I'll Try give you out. a review of it too, and we'll talk about it on the Yeah, pod. give me a review. Give me a review. They're, they're, it's, it's really, really good stuff. All right, let's take a break. We'll hear from our sponsors and be back with a little uh, Temporachka mailbag when we come back on the Hank Kenny Podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tim, I forgot to read you the recap of your Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah. Long live the cinnamon-flavored king. The yeah. Most, the most perfect cereal ever devised by man or gods. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about that? Wow. That's pretty that good. something, yeah. All right, what do you got for me uh, with our uh, mailbag? Yeah, so people can... Email us, hankhaneygolf at outlook.com. They can tweet at you, at Hank Haney on Twitter, and I monitor both of those. You can also call us at 833-426-5763, extension 801, but the phone line is currently down right now, so I do not have access to it. So why, going, why? Whoa, 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 whoa. Why is it down? It is undergoing technical difficulties right now. It's undergoing technical difficulties? Yes. What does that mean? It means, for whatever reason, my password will not allow access. Okay, well, then we better not give out. The, how long has this been happening? Is this a long time or just recently? No, today. Okay, all right. Well, that's all right. It's okay. actually done this before, and then it works the next day. It just kind of okay, goes back and forth. Well, we'll see how it does tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, we'll all see right, what But the, it does but the uh, email questions, HankAnyGoff at Outlook.com, will work for sure. Yes, Or on absolutely. Twitter, or on Twitter, at HankAny. Or on Twitter, yes. Yeah, okay. Okay, so... Let's start out with this question right here because it's very relatable to what's going on right now. And okay. I'm honestly very interested. I love, so I love studying um, people's behavior. I love studying people's success. And Hank, obviously you're one of the most successful golf professionals um, the game's ever seen. So here's a question. It comes from Philip. He goes, hi, Mr. Haney. In light of the many pros who may now struggle as a result of, of the coronavirus, what was the lowest point of your career and what did you do to turn it around? Oh, wow. What did I do to turn? I don't think, I, I don't know. I don't think I had a, a, I don't, I never think of like that, to be honest with you. I never really think of like a low point in my career. Because the great thing about yesterday is it's never going to happen again. I never, I've never thought about something like that, to be honest with you. Okay. Huh. That's a good question. That's a very good question, though, but I've never, never really thought about it. I mean, the lowest point in my career is when I started. And then, and then from that day forward, things went up. And I don't go up, you know, all the time, every day. Sometimes it, it takes a little dip and, you know, you don't get out of things maybe necessarily uh, what you hope you would or thought you should, you know, at the time that you think it, it should happen or at the time that you hope it would happen. But I'm a big believer that you get out of things what you put into it. And if you just keep plugging away and keep working hard, then good things happen. And I've been very fortunate in my career and a lot of good things have happened to me. I don't really, I've never really, thought about a downtime in my career to be honest with you i mean you have down moments i mean, it's a down moment when one of your the players you coach misses a putt or hits a bad shot or you know you you see a shot that they continually keep missing in tournaments and you think you know i, I, I wish we could do a better job of, of fixing that but it's just those are just such brief moments that you know you just you just move on so that's it's an interesting question but I think the the big thing is is you know we always talk about how in golf you want to play one shot at a time. That's kind of like life, isn't it? I mean, just one shot at a time, one moment at a time. You just move on. 
you know, it's like when you have something that that happens and it's not good. I mean, sure, it, it can linger with you depending on on how drastic it is. But, you know, I mean, the best thing you can do is just move on. So, I, yeah, I, I never really thought about anything like that, to be honest with you. I've, I mean, I've been I guess maybe I've just been so blessed in my career. Uh, but I mean, I take everything like a learning experience, Tim. You know, no matter what happens, you just learn from it. You move on. There so, you go. Yeah. All right. Well, that one was from Philip. So, all right, here's another question um, coming from Chris. And this is relating to our uh, Would You Rather series that we just started. So okay. Chris emailed us a question. Like he goes, it. Hank, would you rather have Coach Jack in his prime or Tiger in, a, in a circa 2000, he says? <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I, I did coach Tiger. I, I yeah. you know, <laughs> I mean, Jack Nicholas's coach did an incredible job with him. I mean, listen, those are the two greatest players that have ever lived. To have had an opportunity to work with one of them was absolutely incredible. I mean, it's just an unbelievable experience, a great learning experience, a great, you know, it, you know, exciting experience. Everything was everything was was great about it. I can't imagine that you know either one of them would be you know more or or less uh, you know exciting to to have worked with. I mean, you know, anytime you're lucky enough to be with somebody that's winning as much as as they did, then you know, as a coach, you you certainly you know relish that opportunity. And I and I and I did with Tiger. Uh, well, you know what? I, I have to be honest with you. I mean, I I've enjoyed like every student I've ever had, and the thing is, is like you know, my first student, uh, a PGA Tour student, was Mark O'Meara, and you know, when I first started working with Mark, he was 124th on the money list, and you know, a few years ago, he got inducted in the World Golf Hall of Fame, and that right there. I mean, even as exciting as it was to be with Tiger, as much fun as it was to work with somebody that was dominating golf like he did. I mean, I worked with him during the most prolific time in his career, uh, 2004 to 2010, and he was just, you know, dominant, won 45% of the time, top 10, 85% of the time. But when I look back at my at my career, you know, that doesn't even come close to, uh, you know, what it felt like to help. Mark O'Meara, the whole way from, you know, struggling to keep his card to the Hall of Fame. You know, Tiger was, you know, he was great before I ever came along. And I'm sure he would have been great, you know, and he, without me. And he probably would have been great without anybody. Uh, I'd like to think that I, you know, had something to do with his dominance during those six years. But it, none of it compares to to really working with somebody that uh, achieved what Mark O'Meara did from where he was when when we started. So, um, you know, I mean, that that was more the highlight of my career, to be honest with you. I mean, the the getting the opportunity to work with Tiger was a, a thrill, but it wasn't the highlight of my career. Wow, that is that's a that's a surprise, I think, to a lot of people. Yeah, well, maybe. All right. All right, so that kind of leads into this question right here. So I'm it's an interesting question um, coming from Jake. He sent us an email on Wednesday. He goes, what things, if anything, could be nothing, do you see Tiger still using in tips or swings or um, ideas that you helped implement in his swing? Do, do you see anything in his swing today that looks reminiscent of what you did with Tiger? That's that that one comes from Jake Harris. Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, you know, anytime I comment, I, I mean, obviously, I, I have a, a bias towards what I teach, what I think you should try and do, or what I think Tiger should try and do. So, anytime I make a comment that I think he's he's on the right track, or he's doing great, or his swing looks great, you know, clearly it, it looks to me similar to what it did when I, I coached him. And so I think there's a lot of things that he's doing that are 
very consistent with what he he did when he was so dominant two thousand four through two thousand ten. One is is he's staying up through the shot a lot more. He's not you know maybe and maybe this is because of his back condition, but he's not dipping back down behind it and dropping his head back behind the ball as much as he comes into it. That looks better. He's not uh, across the line at the top as you know occasionally he might get a little bit that way but never like he was for a, a, a few years when he was he was struggling for the few years after uh you know I, I i was gone so i think there's there's a lot of things that i see in his in his swing that are very very similar i, I love the way that uh he's playing a lot of partial shots which was a really big thing that we worked on to get his short irons better and and uh, his distance control better. So so I, I I like I like a lot of what he's doing. I mean, they're really honestly. And when I look at his swing, there's you know everybody has days when they don't swing as good as they did you know another day, but as a whole, I I, I think his his swing looks looks great. What he's doing, whatever he's doing, whatever he's trying to do. Yeah, I don't know what his specific swing thoughts are, but I know what the end result is, and it looks very good to me. All right. Pretty awesome. Yeah. All right, here's another question that comes from Chris, and then we'll get into some instructional questions some people sent in. Um, Chris goes, I listen to the podcast every day, love the content. Um, curious to hear your thoughts as a Hall of Fame teacher. Who possesses the best golf swing on tour today from a technical standpoint? Oh wow! Best golf swing today from a technical standpoint. Well, I mean, you look at the you look at the statistics. I mean, the statistics tell the story. I mean, you can pick somebody's swing, and I don't think you'd pick somebody's swing that you know is you know fiftieth in strokes gained tee to green and say, hey, they got the best swing. But when you look over a period of time, it, it's hard to ignore Roy McIlroy and his swing. It's hard to ignore Tiger Woods and his swing. It's hard to ignore Adam Scott and his swing. Uh, I mean, I, th- those three guys, you know, really, really come to mind. But a lot of the young players' swings I like. I mean, I like uh, – uh, I mean, th- there's there's a lot that I like about different swings. Like, I like John Rahm's swing, even though his position at the top is 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 different with his, his uh, left wrist. In a kind of bowed position, I still like it. I, lo- I really like uh, Justin Thomas's swing, and it's gotten a lot better. He plays a lot of partial shots now. They didn't used to play when he first got on the tour, and he's got all the the, the power. and And he, you know, he's consistently a top ten ball striker. Uh, you know, I, I like I like Patrick Cantley's swing. I like Tommy Fleetwood's swing. I like Xander Shoffley's swing. I mean, Justin Rose has a great swing. I mean, it's just, you know, Gary Woodland's got a great swing. Who's tasting the great swing? I'm going down, you know, I'm going down the world golf rankings. And, you know, it's it's no surprise that these players, you know, are, are ranked where they are. That Sunjay M has a good swing. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of great swings out there. And then there's, you know, swings that that look different but still get the job done. Like you know, Dustin Johnson's swing or John Rahm's. I mean, they're 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 similar in in, in their a- approach. They look a little different, but they they certainly achieve great results. So so I think sometimes when you look at, at swings and you say, okay, who's got the best swing? It's based on your criteria, and your criteria is usually based on what you like to look at. You know, it's like when I coached Marco Mira, everybody loved Marco Mira's swing because he swung so smooth. And one of the things that I always thought, and Mark always felt, was a lot of times under pressure, he got almost too slow and too tentative. And that was something that, you know, he would kind of think about, uh, you know, when he was playing that I got to keep my speed up and keep my body moving. And, you know, and, and, you know, the, the, the positive that people saw or what they, 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 the attribute that they admired was that he swung so smooth. And in reality, you know, maybe sometimes it was it was too much that way. So, so everybody when they look at swings, they look at okay, what do they like to look at? But at the end of the day, you got to look at how they hit the golf ball and what what happens at impact. And and I look to see can they make a consistent impact? You know, where are their statistics? Look, I look at 
their strokes gained tee to green, strokes gained off the tee, strokes gained approach shot into the green, strokes gained from 50 to 125 yards because that's their wedge play and their scoring play. And can they hit the shots? Can they do they have power? If you don't have power, it's hard to be a top player on the PGA Tour. So you got to be able to hit hit it long, got to be able to send it, and then you have to be able to work the ball left to right, right to left and hit it high and low. And the best swings are the ones that can that can do that. They can they can hit hit all the shots. And right now, I mean, Roy McIlroy is is hard to hard to beat. I mean, his statistics, it's not just his ranking as number one player in the world. It's his statistics that back up that ranking. Uh, you know, I mean, his his swing is 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 beautiful when you consider the power that he has, you know, to go along with it. All right, cool. Let's yep. let's take this last one here, and then we'll go take our second break, and then get into some more. Um, okay. So this one's this is a pretty funny one actually, for, coming from Matthew Hawley. So Matthew writes, "This is a true story, Hank. <laughs> What's your advice for me when I told my wife that I wanted a golf bag for Christmas, and she got me one, but it's one of those bags with a slot for every club." <laughs> My God. <laughs> is there any way to do a swap for another bag without her noticing? <laughs> no, I you just got, you got to tell, you got to tell her this is, you know, thanks for the, it's a, just tell her it's a thought that counts. It's a thought that counts. That one needs to go in the uh, trash can of right <laughs> What's there. wrong with the slots? I don't understand. Oh can you gosh, explain Bob, that? That's so, it's, that's so amateurish. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> not even, it's not even amateurish. It's like, you know, the slots, it's, it's it's better than the tubes. Okay, you get, when they used to, guys used to have tubes with, to cover their shafts in their bag. Uh, but if you got the slot golf bag, I mean, you got the clicker on your wrist to keep track of your strokes, and I mean, you got a half glove going. I mean, those are the things. Those are the things that go with the with the uh, slots in the bags. If you got slots in the bags, you got the clicker to keep score, and you've got the half glove. Instead of a, a full glove, you know, on your um, left hand, well, you might even have it on the wrong hand if you if you're going with the slots. And this is so weak slots in the bags. Plus the fact <laughs> that it just it just adds on unnecessary weight to the bag. It doesn't do anything. I mean, what's going to happen to your clubs by sticking in you know them in a bag? I mean, like if. Listen, if slots were the way to go, every pro would have slots in their bags. There's exactly no pros that have slots in their bags. So there you go. Uh, what else you need to What else you need to know about the slot in the bag? He needs to get rid of those. Just tell the wife it's the uh, thought that counts. Uh, thanks for the effort, but uh, this is uh, this is not the the right deal here. <laughs> or you just got to keep it and just tell everybody when they look at you like you're an idiot. Uh, tell them it's a Christmas present, <laughs> Christmas. But you know, maybe you can, maybe you keep it. Uh, you got it as a Christmas present uh, when you're you're getting out of your car. Somehow you forget on purpose that you 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 left your golf bag, you know, uh, right behind you. Uh, and, you, and you get back in the car and you run over your golf bag and you ruin it and then you got to go get a new one. You could do that too. That's another option, possibly if you got the slot in the bag thing. Although that's probably going to break a few clubs and then you got to, you know, redo the clubs. I don't know something. Maybe drop the bag. It, it uh, uh, the bottom maybe uh, falls out. I don't know. You got to you know t- take a couple uh, uh, scissors to the uh, Zacto knife to the to the bottom of the bag and hope it falls apart and then you can uh you know get a new one i don't don't know what you do in that case it's a tough one tough one but uh my first instinct is uh thanks for the effort but uh this is weak uh and i can't go with it gotta be honest (laughs) gotta be honest if if she can you know she'll be able to take it i mean geez you know i mean do it you know what if you do that if you do that then, you know, next Christmas, when you buy your wife a sweater or something that she, you know, thinks is ugly and she'd never wear, and she won't be scared to tell you it's, you know, this is no good. Can I take it back? You know, so you, once you break the ice on that deal, then you can then you can go both ways. So I, that, would, that would be my, you know, best, best way to go always is honesty. That would be my uh, advice right there. But that's a great, that's a great question. And he's not the only guy that's ever been faced with that question. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, let's 
hear from our sponsors, including Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Tim, I want to read you an email I got from uh, one of the users of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. He said, thank you. What a fantastic product. He said, I started using Voodoo Pain Relief Cream on my arthritic ankle. I'm back to playing golf, actually walking when I play. Never thought I would play again, let alone walk during my round. Thank you for getting me back in the game. How about that? That's uh, he says you got a customer for life. That's uh, that's that's the kind of emails I get from people, and those are the kind of testimonials that are on the website voodoopainrelief.com. You can try the product for free. Go to voodoopainrelief.com. Get a free two week supply right there on the front page. You can go there and and uh, check it out. Just hit the box and it'll take you right to the the free offer. If you haven't tried it, make sure you make sure you do. We'll be right back on the Hank Eddy podcast. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Tim, what what do you got next from our, our listeners? All right, so here's a question coming from Minnesota Mike. <laughs> did he did he call himself Minnesota Mike? No, I threw that nickname on him okay, because he he's says, from Minnesota. Where's he from? Yeah, he's um, it doesn't say. He just says he's from Minnesota. Okay, must be but a nice he's fisherman. proud to be from Minnesota. Look at that. He's I know proud you guys are really proud to be from. You know what I say about Minnesota, don't you? Yeah, I do. It's a great place to be from. I say the same thing about Chicago. I'm from Chicago. It's a great place to be from. Minnesota, Mike, we're sticking together in this, all right? All right, there you go. (laughs) All right, Minnesota. So this one comes from Minnesota, Mike. He writes, love the show, curious about drills or common things you'd recommend for an issue that he has. Mike continues, he goes, I seem to really miss hit any shot that isn't a full swing. Once I get in the 30 to 85 yard range, it's too far for a bump and run or a long pitch. It's too close for a full swing with wedges. Full swings, I can get a nice rhythm snap at the bottom of the swing and solid contact, but for some reason, partial swing, I can't seem to get through with good contact. So um, I guess he's looking for good tips with that. He also says if it's too vague of a question, let me know and I can try to reword it. So any <laughs> thoughts there to help out Minnesota Mike? Or is it All right, Minnesota, here's the thing with Minnesota Mike. The first thing that comes to mind is that Minnesota Mike he needs a full swing to have time to correct whatever mistake he has in the beginning or middle of his swing. When you have, uh, for instance, a, a, a improper takeaway or a bad takeaway, and maybe you wrap it around your ankles like a lot of people do. They take the club back too low and too much to the inside. If you're playing a partial shot, you're utilizing the part of your swing that's no good. Whereas if you're playing a full shot 
you know, you've got that club wrapped around too much to the inside, but then you've got the whole rest of the backswing and the downswing to try to get that club back in position. If you take a half swing or a partial swing, you don't have time to correct the mistake that, that you've you've got. An example of this was, uh, you know, one, one of the uh, LPGA greats was uh, Nancy Lopez. And actually, she, she was a uh, classmate of mine at the University of Tulsa. And she had a very low and inside takeaway. And it made hitting partial shots really hard. So what she did was she always laid up to yardage where she'd have a full swing. And if she was actually in too close where she didn't have a full swing, she'd still take a full swing, but she'd just swing very slow. And that gave her time to correct the the beginning of her swing that was oftentimes, you know, in, well, all the time, wrapped around to the inside. And it only bothered her on partial shots, so she just tried to avoid those partial shots and then had a way of playing around the partial shots. But what Minnesota Mike needs to do is focus on his takeaway and trying to get the club on a better plane going back. The club should go back right along the angle of the shaft. In all likelihood, he's go, he's wrapping it around too flat to the inside in the backswing, and then the, the rest of the swing is dedicated toward trying to f- fix or correct that mistake and get the club more on plane. Hard to do if you only make a partial shot. That's why his, his, his consistency of his strike is is so far off. So if he, if he can work on the, the takeaway in the middle of his swing – uh, he's going to find it a lot easier to to hit those those partial shots for sure. Uh, he can send a video into golf schools at hankaney.com too, by the way. So I'd love I'd love to see that. Uh, send a video of that of his swing in. Just take it on on his uh, iPhone or you know whatever he's whatever he's got. Take it on the, the, his his phone from from down the line so we can see exactly what that plane of the swing looks like. Send in a description of his ball flight, which is that he struggles on partial shots. And one of my guys, either the great predictor Steve Johnson or one of my uh, great coaches at uh, Hank Henny Golf will look at it and send him back a recommendation on what he needs to work on. And it's absolutely free. So golf schools at HankHenny.com. Anybody can do this and they can do it all summer long, spring long. Every, I mean, every week if you want to do it. Uh, we want to see people get better. So that's a great way for you to do it. All right. You got another another one? Yeah, we'll wrap up with two more here. So this one comes from Spencer. He goes, another instructional question. He goes, why is the release such a mystery for amateurs? When Hmm. pros explain it, it is always so vague. Then you hear people say, hold the angle. Then others say, don't. It's like listening to people argue about the damn Cato diet. Shed some light on this, please. All right. Well, I mean, it's it's that's a good question. The the release is like a miracle to to people or a mystery to people. A miracle if they get it right. A mystery most of the time. A, you know, a, one of my favorite golf books ever was uh, Ben Hogan's book, The Five Lessons to Modern Fundamentals of Golf. And in the book, he he says he makes the comment, "Your hands actively do nothing." And and then he goes to great lengths to to show a drawing of exactly how your hands and wrists should work and release through the through the golf shot, which contradicts the the notion that your hands actively do nothing because you just can't think that that's automatically going to happen because it's just not. You have to learn and train your hands what to do to release the club properly. Now, one great way that that you can do it is is with the uh, impact snap. You've heard me talk about about that a lot, Tim. It's a great training dev- device. My friend Marty Nowicki uh, owns that that product. And even if you don't buy one, go on the website uh, impactsnap.com or go on YouTube and YouTube. You know, just search for the impact snap. And what you'll see is a demonstration on how to use it and how to release the club through the shot. It is a great way to learn a, a much better release than the one that you've you've currently got. Now, as far as, as his other kind, you know, hold the angle and all that. So it all depends on what your mistake is. I mean, some people maybe release it too early and need to hold it longer. Uh, some people maybe hold it and, and don't, you know, release it like they're supposed to. But my suggestion would be go online, 
uh, YouTube, check it out, theimpactsnap.com or, or either of those two places. But look, look up the Impact Snap and you'll see a little tutorial on, on how to release the golf club. That would help you. All right. All right. Here's, um, here's an email coming from Harlan. We'll wrap up on this one. Uh, Harlan writes, Hank, I busted my butt for a year to become a scratch golfer. I got to a 5.5 handicap. I realized that the gulf between 5.5 and a scratch is huge. You have, uh, Harlan continues, you have alluded to the difference between a run-of-the-mill scratch golfer and a touring pro. Can you quantify that a little further? And Harlan continues and finishes with, for example, what would a local scratch golfer shoot for four rounds at the Masters when the winner shoots minus six? Oh, wow. Would a touring pro be equal to say, a minus six handicap if there was such a thing? Well, there is such a thing. And a touring pro would be equal to a minus six handicap. Uh, Touring pros are usually about that, minus five or six. And when they go to a tournament, oftentimes they'll shoot par or they'll shoot over par. Just like when a scratch golfer goes to a tournament, a scratch golfer thinks he's a 72 shooter, and he goes to a tournament, a scratch golfer will usually shoot about 78 at a tournament. That's just, that's, now I'm not talking about a pro tournament. I'm just talking about like a state qualifier or, a, you know, a, a U.S. Open or U.S. Amateur qualifier, something like that. A scratch golfer, you know, goes to a tournament, he'll shoot 78. And I think that's just about par for a scratch golfer under tournament conditions. So it's a, it, there's a big, big difference between a scratch player and a touring pro. And there's a big difference between somebody thinking they're a scratch player and being able to shoot, you know, even par at a, at a, at a tournament. Now, when you're a 5.5, you know, you're a five handicap. I mean, it's, it's a mountain of a difference between a five and a four. Or a four and a three. Forget about from five to scratch. That's like humongous. I mean, those five shots, a, a five to a, a, a scratch, would be probably equivalent, in, in all honesty, though that would probably be equivalent uh, from taking your handicap from a 36. If you took your handicap from a 36 to a... Eight, okay. You go from a thirty-six handicap to an eight is about the same as going from a five to a scratch. Wow! Because the the better you get, the harder it it, it is to improve, and that's you know that really goes with with anything you're trying to get get better at. But it it, it definitely applies to to golf. So you know his his goal was pretty ambitious to begin with to go from a five to a scratch. It's not like going from a 10 to a 5. It's not even close from going from a 20 to a 15. I mean, that's that, those five shots are, you know, a 20 to a, a 20 to a 15 is like going from a 5 to a 4. You know, I mean, it, it, you know, it, that, those five shots are like one shot at a, at a lower level. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a big difference. But you have to whittle away at it, just one shot at a time, one stroke at a time, figure out where your weaknesses are, and you start with my three keys always. It doesn't matter what level of game you're at or where you're trying to improve to. Eliminate your penalty shots, eliminate your two chips, and eliminate your three putts. And the first point you need to do is you need to to create some accountability. So you need to keep track of your penalty shots, two chips, and three putts every time you play, and try to eliminate them. And if you if you do that, then that's that's the way that you'll you'll lower from a thirty to a, a twenty, or a twenty to a ten, or a five to a scratch. And it's it starts with with that first, and uh, that's the same for everybody who plays. Tim, that was good stuff today. Really, uh, yeah, it was great. Great questions. We're gonna do that some more. Uh, keep the questions coming. Hank Haney on Twitter. You can send them in there. You can also email the questions to hankhaneygolf at outlook.com. Uh, Tim will get the phone number going. Uh, I'm sure that's temporary. 833-426-5763, extension 801. 
you know, we'll get that all uh, fired up for you. If you it's already read. working again. It's all already right, working again. Go. See, I knew that. Yeah. Like, okay. So that'll leave you. That'll even I'll leave a message there. You can do it. Most importantly, uh, hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app or your Apple Podcast app, wherever you get your podcasts. And we will be there every day for you on the Hank Any Podcast. Hope everybody stays healthy and safe. And I hope you have a great day. And thanks for listening to the Hank Any Podcast. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Any Podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygoff at outlook.com. And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter. Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.